G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. It is Tuesday. On a Tuesday, we like to check in on breaking news as it's happening out of Israel and the Middle East. Ron Ross has been scouring the headlines once again overnight. Back with us, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Good morning, Neil. Ron, let's start with a pretty big headline. Uh, Freshly inaugurated Iranian President Ibrahim Raisi has hosted the leaders of Hamas, Hezbollah and Palestinian Islamic Jihad. And at that meeting, his predicted victory for Palestine is near. Uh, What's the headline sounding like to you? Hamas Chief Ishmael Haniyeh, a guest of honour at the event, was singled out for praise by Raisi. According to state-owned Iranian news agency Fars, Raisi reassured Hania that Iran is committed to support the terror group. Palestine has been and always will be the number one issue of the Muslim world, he said. Interesting for me that all of those terror groups that were present all have a common goal, the annihilation of Israel. Social media users noted that the terror leaders, including Hania and Hezbollah delegates, were seated in the first row, while a European Union representative was seated behind them. Last week, a spokesman from Israel's foreign ministry had harsh criticism for the European Union over its decision to send a senior representative to the inauguration. Leo Hyatt referred to Racy as the butcher of Tehran and said he was troubled by the EU's puzzling choice to send a diplomat to attend the ceremony. Raisi's heavy emphasis on Iran's support for Palestinian terror groups and Hezbollah comes as thousands of Iranians suffer from water shortages in Khuzestan province. The water crisis has sparked unrest, with hundreds protesting in the streets and at least eight demonstrators killed by Iranian security forces. Well, perhaps it signals that unrest between the Palestinians and the Israelis is nowhere near over yet. Another headline, Ron, on Israel TV prisoners who escaped Iran's 1988 killings have compared Iran's new leader, Raisi, to Adolf Hitler. What's this one about? In Israeli TV interviews, former political prisoners who escaped Iran compared the Islamic Republic's new president, Raisi, to Nazi dictator Adolf Hitler for his alleged central role in extrajudicial executions, mostly of young people across Iran in the late 1980s. It was exactly like the final solution that Hitler made for the Jews, Iraj Mazadaji, a former Iranian political prisoner, told the Cannes public broadcaster. Raisi was a killer, Mazadaji continued. He talked to me and said that he didn't want to have any more political prisoners. He said that he wanted to solve the problem. Raisi has been accused by activists and human rights groups of having played a key role as a prosecutor on the death commission that sent thousands of prisoners to their deaths in 1988. 
Amnesty International described those killings as a crime against humanity. Another headline, Ron. A new Israeli-German report exposes which countries are fudging the numbers on COVID deaths. There'd be an awful lot of people who'd be having some level of doubt about the numbers we often will see on TV. Uh, What's this one about? Yeah, this is frightening. An Israeli-German research duo analysed mortality data from 104 countries to uncover COVID-19 deaths and quantify the extent of deception or error. Bolivia, Ecuador, Mexico and Peru grossly underreported their COVID-19 deaths by 50%. Nicaragua's true number of pandemic deaths is 50 times higher than reported. 7,000 coronavirus deaths instead of the 137 reported. And Russia sustained four times more pandemic deaths than reported, 551,000 instead of 135,000 they declared. These eye-opening figures come from World Mortality Dataset created by two young researchers, Ariel Kalinsky, a graduate student of Hebrew University, and Dmitry Kovac from Germany. Our results present a comprehensive picture of the true impact of COVID-19, Kovac said. We hope these findings and the methodology will lead to a better understanding of the pandemic and highlight the importance of open source and fast mortality reporting. The numbers matter, he said. And affirmation, isn't it, that the pandemic is perhaps worse than what we are told in the media? Uh, Ron, Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett says the success of the coming holiday season depends on how many Israelis get vaccinated. How does this one look? Yeah, he's talking about Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur and Sukkot all come up in September. Regarding whether there'll be a lockdown over those holidays, Bennett said, the future of the holidays depend on the number of people who get vaccinated, so go get vaccinated. Bennett emphasised around the world the Delta plague is spreading widely. It's a different plague. The Delta virus has a higher viral load, a thousand times more viral particles in the body than the regular virus plague. The chance of infection is very great. We need to go out and get vaccinated and wear masks. If two people wear their masks, it reduces the chance of infection by 98%. So wear your masks. We want to be finished with this thing. Regarding rumours that there's a lack of vaccines, Bennett said, we constantly ensure that there's a supply of vaccine to many locations around the country where people can go and get vaccinated. There are two sectors which need to go and get vaccinated now. The first is the elderly sector over age 60, which is at very high risk. And the second group is the younger people. When you don't get vaccinated, you endanger yourselves and everyone around you. Interesting update from a nation where they already have very, very high levels of vaccination. Hey, Ron, let's top off our conversation. We always like a bit of an archaeological story. And now archaeologists have found tangible proof of a catastrophe reported by the ancient prophets Amos and Zechariah. Which one is that? (laughs) 
Archaeologists working in Jerusalem have discovered proof of a major earthquake that occurred in the land of Israel 2,008 years ago and, as you said, is mentioned in the Bible. Evidence of the quake has been excavated at various locations throughout Israel, but researchers believe that for the first time, archaeologists have positively identified traces of ruin that demonstrate the cataclysmic event affected Jerusalem. Excavations at the City of David National Park outside the old city of Jerusalem have revealed a layer of ruins that include a number of smashed artifacts, including lamps, storage jugs and cooking vessels that were crushed when the building in which they were found collapsed. Researchers think that because the findings do not bear signs of fire, the event that caused their destruction had been caused intentionally, and what, uh, had not been caused intentionally, and was instead the result of an earthquake that shook the kingdom in the 8th century BCE, in the time of the kingdom of Judah. Excavation directors said when we excavated the structure and exposed a layer of destruction from the 8th century BCE, we were very surprised because we know that Jerusalem existed continually until the Babylonian destruction, which occurred sometime later, 200 years later. They said that the after examining the findings from the dig, we tried to look into whether there was a biblical explanation. Interestingly, the earthquake mentioned in the books of Amos and Zechariah happened in the same period when the building we excavated in the city of David collapsed. Wonderful stuff, Ron. And just confirming that idea that archaeology uh, has this confirmation of the historic accuracy of the genealogies of the Bible and affirm the overall authenticity of uh, of the scriptures as we have them. Uh, wonderful stuff. As always, thanks so much for scouring the headlines overnight. Uh, Ron Ross, appreciate you, and we'll catch up again next week. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.